Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hey, what's happening? This is T.C. Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a special edition of Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. For quite some time, I have been talking about my disdain and distrust for the business practices of the gaming industry over the course of the last few years. I mean, dating back to the iOS and the mobile uh, days. So for this episode, I invited Professor Antoine Foreman to the show who teaches uh, entrepreneurship and management at North Carolina uh, Agricultural and Technical State University to talk about these strategies and tactics uh, that you may need to be aware of. So first of all, Welcome, Professor Foreman. How are you doing? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you for coming, man. I just has been, I've been waiting to talk to somebody who may be a little bit more immersed in what's going on for quite some time. And, uh, you know, I've talked to people in the gaming industry, but it's like they can talk about it, but they can't talk about it. So <laughs> you're kind of in that loop of like, OK, you can talk about it a bit because, you know, it's not infringing on things per se. <laughs> You know, this is not a conflict of interest of any kind, I guess. But, you know, I've been, you know, I'm a big gaming forever. And we got a lot of gamers, especially in the ACMG Facebook group. And but lately, I mean, I've been noticing this. I don't know if this is my my um, marketing promotional spidey sense, if you will. But <laughs> I've just been noticing these things. And it might be because, yeah, because of what I do on um, outside of the realm of ACMG. But these business practices are just insane. Like these methods to bring in more money uh, to, to their helm. So like for years, we've witnessed this in the gaming industry, looking for new ways to profit uh, off, of, uh, off of their games that they make. Mm-hmm. While some game companies provide methods uh, to add more replay value to it, you know, in quality, like adding expansion packs or even DLCs, which I find is okay. You do have some companies who develop systems like microtransactions, loot crate systems, in-app purchases, and even now promotional ads uh, to bring in more money. My question to you is, what do you make of all this? It's definitely a strategy to you know increase revenue, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when you think about every, any business at all, not even just gaming um, companies, yeah, the mastery in the art is, hey, I want to get the most money. For the least amount of effort, <laughs> truth right? be told, and anyone who knows the art of game design, uh-huh. right, knows how many hours and years it takes to build the infrastructure of that game. Yep. So if the art and dynamic of business is 
you know, most money, yeah. least effort. Mm-hmm. The easiest way to do that is not to create a whole entire game. Right. But to entice you with a new character, um, a new way to be competitive, right? Right. And a new way to grow within that game so I can change a couple lines of code mm-hmm. and get another $50, $60 out of you. <laughs> Which in some cases, depending on how they do it to me, is fine. I, I don't mind if they if it if it really makes it worth its while, if they add on something that really brings a impact in my experience, that's mm-hmm. fine. But there's just some things that they do that I find unethical. Yeah. <laughs> and rightfully so. And that that was just one of those things. But you know, in terms of that, what do you like do you like the process that they're doing? I don't, in all honesty. Like, yeah. I grew up playing games. I still play mobile games now, um, periodically, right? Yeah. But for me personally, like you said, eventually the more you learn about business, the more you almost get that business spidey sense. Yeah. And you can realize when things are being used against you, right? Yeah. And I honestly think in most of these games that these companies are using gamers' competitive nature mm-hmm. against them. Yeah. Right? Um and like you said, eventually it turns into you just you're you're exploiting, right? Not really adding to the context of the game. Mm-hmm. You're not really adding anything to it. And I think what most people don't look at is how much money over time they're spending on it. Where when I was younger, if you pay you paid forty fifty dollars, yeah. you had a whole brand new game, right? Yeah. And now people are paying forty, fifty, sixty, a hundred dollars a month. Minimum minimum sixty for a brand new maybe triple A game, and then like. If you if they have a deluxe version, is no more than a hundred. If they have a little bit of an incentive after that, like a figure or something like that, it's a hundred and fifty or something. You know, so I mean, there's some cases I feel like okay, but I understand this. I understand this. This makes sense. This is a little bit above and beyond to get the dollar. I respect this. And that purchases. <laughs> loot crates, yeah. all, microtransactions, all this stuff. That's when it's becoming more like a casino to me. <laughs> it is. And I think they know it. And I think I was looking at an article one time that was talking about gamers and gamblers, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Some people don't think about how much those two industries mesh together. Yeah. And I think the industries have figured that out. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the loot crates and all of those things where you have a small percentage of really getting what you want. Yeah. Um, and paying that fee comes in, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it is unethical. I think it's com- it's unethical, but I also think consumers have to realize the power of being a consumer. Yes. And if people would stop buying it, it would make them retract from those strategies. Yeah. And, and, and that goes for, like you said before, that goes for not just the gaming community. That goes for any brand or business that is trying to do this. And you have the power. And I don't, that's the thing. We have the power to do so much. I'm not even, I'm going to slip in voting as well. But, you know, yeah. we have the power to make change. It's just those, a lot of those who, who try to defend it are those who are too lazy to want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that a lot of times is the target audience to me is yeah. they rely on the people who are not going to put in that effort. It's when I talk to the seminars about it, I talk about it all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar to like having a kid. Mm-hmm. Right. If you keep rewarding a child for a bad thing, yeah. they're definitely going to keep doing it. Right. And we're rewarding them through paying for bad practices. Yeah. Right. And steadily getting worse. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, like I said, I think they know about the competitive nature, um, the addiction to escapism. Yeah. And the really the dynamic of wanting accomplishment. 
Yeah. I, I agree. a lot when I talk to my students. Yeah. Where I think in some cases we substitute life accomplishments, right? Mm-hmm. And games at times, and they know that it's been proven. Like there's research to prove this. Yeah. So you're going to spend that extra money because you want that, that feeling. Mm-hmm. That feeling that I finally achieved it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I wish consumers didn't allow that to actually dictate how they purchase things. Right. Because it's only going to get worse if they don't watch it. Do you think that they they really and I, and I know I actually probably know this answer already, but do you believe that like they really because they I think they especially PlayStation because I've recently seen like last year's E3 when they were talking about the process of the PlayStation Five and how they were trying to dwell into the psychological mindset mm-hmm. for the game experience. And you can only do that if you have experienced people behind you. So, I mean, they have psychologists yeah. that are working <laughs> by them to understand. And I, and I, and I, I, I make this mention all the time. There's always some really crazy tactics that these multi-million dollar companies do. They got psychologists to look at, you know, how our mindset, how our ideology, how are we going to react socially, you know, towards certain things and certain aspects. So mm-hmm. in their minds, they're saying like they and in reality, they will not react to this. The way that you we yeah I, I you know it's funny um my wife and I own a Peloton and we are, we are also in Facebook groups for Peloton and I realized something came about that I realized you know through to the corner of my eye that I realized and that is there are members in the group that work for Peloton yeah they're in every i'm in two of them i'm in two of them you got the main one and you got your local ones you know your local tribe ones and there are planted yes people of peloton in there so my wife uses the peloton you know to bike but also uses for other uh exercises and she uses the screen to use you know to, uh, to use other exercises like stretching or cardio mm-hmm. or whatever like that instead of using the screen now I'm looking at it and I see this commercial for the new Peloton Plus was Dutch, which answers all of the questions that she just did. And I'm like, and I, I told my wife, I'm like, you know where how they, you know how they came up with this, right? All of those plants yep. inside the Facebook group that listens, observe every bit of talking, got that all the information. Boom. We got a new Peloton with the screen that now pulls out so it could be easier for you to look at. That's, I mean, it's as simple as that, man. It's smart business though. It I is. Mean, that's the thing about it. Like, if you know their community is being built around your product, right? Mm-hmm. Let's take ACMG, right? Mm-hmm. It grows and let's say- I don't say, think I don't think there's somebody in, in, in from comicbook.com or IGN or somebody in there. <laughs> there's sometimes what I, and I hate to like boost my own self, but like there are times when I talk about something on my podcast that ends up <laughs> somewhere else later on. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? If, even if let's say ACMG got to 3 million, yeah. followers, right? Alphabet. You were shipping three million, right? <laughs> Let's be real, Dex. You're gonna hire someone to watch that page. That is true. Right? You're gonna hire someone to help you build content and be like, I need to know what they want to hear. You yep. see what I'm saying? And that's exactly what these companies are doing. By the way, if anybody out there in the ACMG Facebook group who is qualified for that, please <laughs> please uh you know seek me, DM me, whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's smart business in a it way, is. right? I think I and, and, and don't get me wrong. I have no problem with that tactic yeah. in a sense, because there's nothing really unethical about that portion. Yeah, it's, it's the other things. That's what I, was about to say. I can't knock that. Right. Yeah, I'm not knocking that at all. But I think when you start using it to manipulate and I think the other thing is right there when it turns into people have to understand how pricing works. Right. Yeah. If you're trying to make the most off the least amount of effort. Right. Mm-hmm. Part of that is figuring out 
how much exactly are they willing to pay? Yeah. Right. And they're going to keep creeping that price up mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? until there's a breaking point. Right. And in the gaming industry, even in social media and technology, we can use Apple, for example. Yeah. It's the only industry I've ever seen that we have not reached a breaking point yet. No. Apple is just. I am like one PC away from just being Apple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot. I, I, I'm a PC guy from, from you know, in terms of like making my own stuff or building my own equipment mm-hmm. so I could do what I do. But iPad, Apple Watch, iPhone, Mm-hmm. My wife with a MacBook. I mean, for a reason, they earned their right because their quality is that good. But uh, to their credit, they don't go through. They don't go to these tactics either, and that's what I really respect about them. They haven't yet. Yet, and I should say yes. Correct. The next phone they're talking about taking away quite a few what we would consider regular necessities mm-hmm. out of the box. Hey, as um, long as I can still call uh, call my camera in case I get stopped by the cops, I'm fine. <laughs> None of that stuff matters. Just say like, "Hey, I'm being stopped by the cops." Boom. Can I get that? I'm, you know, I need that. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Even with the tech, the gaming, um, like I, I said before, um, one game I play periodically is Marvel Future Fight. Mm, uh, the, the one are, game I do stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as bad at a point, but it's gotten worse recently. Mo- where, all mobile games, though, it's like I, I used to be really into the mobile game industry, and I was fascinated that I could play this on my phone. I love this idea, and especially all of these new indie developers that were coming up with these uh-huh. retro games and everything. I'll give you an example: a, a, a company I don't know if they're still around because I have I refuse to mess with them called Gameville or Game Evil. As mm-hmm. how it's worded. And there's a reason why it's called that because they make these elaborately beautiful retro looking games, but it you'll end up spending a mountain of cash. Mm-hmm. And then you have all this, you know, you earn all this point to this point, and then and your memory gets lost and you you can't get it back. And you gotta yeah. start all over again. And I started realizing this pattern more and more. I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's I think now the way they're launching characters, they have a Marvel Future Fight, a new Tier 3 mm-hmm. uh, system, right? Yeah. And at the rate they're launching Tier 3s, unless you're spending money yeah. and heavy money, there's no way to get the materials needed for yeah. the next character, right? So, so Candy Crush tactic. <laughs> it's a huge tactic. And I always jokingly say, you know, of course, there's wells in every gaming. Yeah. Uh, gaming, uh, every game in general, right? Mm-hmm. But can y'all make a position for sharks or something? Like, <laughs> how about that? Where it's not just simply once that new thing pops out that I'm just completely not competitive anymore unless I grab that thing. Yeah. And I think that's where it becomes unethical, especially, like I said, when it comes to the race being so low. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think, and it's a great thing, that in Marvel Future Fight, um, individuals like Cynic Alex are fighting against it a little bit mm-hmm. um, and telling people, hey, you know, this is getting outrageous. Don't buy this or X, Y, and Z. Um, the I think more noise that is being made, the more they'll start to listen. Yeah, and I think the more, and that's what I've seen happen, mm-hmm. and I think that's a perfect example of it happening, mm-hmm. is it was really bad for a few months, and then a lot of the influencers, mm-hmm. a lot of the gamers stopped purchasing. Yeah, There were in-app purchases that were saying, hey, you know, if this amount of people buy it, then we'll discount things that uh, that amount. Yeah. And it was funny because from a marketing standpoint, you just publicized how many of your whales stopped buying. Yeah. Because it, was, it wasn't even close to where you'd get the maximum amount of discount. Yeah. 
and slowly they started retreating from those tactics, right? Mm-hmm. And it's proof that if consumers become conscious, in a way, we can direct the gaming industry. When you do that math, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I know one person told me one time, he's like, Yeah, I spend $60 a month on this one mobile game. And I paused and said, Do you realize it's $720 a year yeah. on one game? You know how many we talked about this like before? Hey, I'm like, you know how many freaking games you could get for that much, and you're spending on a one. Do you know how many great games that are out right now that are not doing the same thing that you could get? (laughs) And I think that control over also the media, Mm -hmm. where those independent companies and stuff like that aren't getting the same bandwidth in a way, yeah, and push the same way. Yeah, that people think these are the only options. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's where. The influencer communities and everything else can come in handy. Yeah, pushing the fact that hey, you know, you don't have to buy this mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, get the pleasure that we all get from gaming. Right. Yeah. So, the gaming industry this year alone is going to earn up to one point five nine billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me repeat that again. The gaming industry, for those who didn't hear properly, the gaming industry will earn. Up to one point fifty nine billion in revenue. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, in your perspective, is this a matter of need or greed? I mean, in terms of like, could they actually make it um, make this amount without doing the tactics that they're doing? I feel like it will be harder for them to do so, right? Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, as a culture, especially American culture, yeah, we're spending more and more on indulgences. And the more we spend on it, the more it's naturally going to grow like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing the same kind of spikes in um, the hospitality industry, right? Yeah. A luxury foods. Um, I think the game industry could hit that level of revenue, mm-hmm. but I feel like they'd have to really maximize their programmers and stuff like that. And that's a question of if they want to do that. Yeah, I think another huge problem that happened is, is a lot of these gaming Companies are trying to go public. Mm. They're trying to go in the stock market. You see what I'm saying? Right. And they're trying to grow in that direction. But people don't realize that once you form a corporation, the buy-in, right, the care, Mm -hmm. um, the emphasis is no longer on the customer. It's on the stakeholder. Right, exactly. I have to keep getting that stakeholder money every single year. That's uh, it's funny you said that, too, because, you know, as a wrestling fan myself, I follow kind of the background business of what WWE has done. And I realized that they always have this this, uh, stakeholders meeting every year that they have to figure out the percentage. Now, granted, granted, this company, despite the uh, the pandemic and everything, is still making a ton of money due to the fact that they have major deals with Fox, multi-million dollar deals with Fox. and other you know assets, but not from revenue from customers, so they can kind of get away with that. But other people can't, so I can yeah. see where they would have to do that. But also, what about? I mean, we're talking about the United States. I mean, we need we haven't even talked about like other countries that are really really going hard on these. Like I, I think I went on a Facebook group that uh, I was on a Facebook group once that talked about that had this very same subject: how much money are you putting into these MOBA games and stuff like that. And most of them from the the, the the Vietnamese gamers out there, oh, God, they're spending a tank of money in this. And I'm like, have y'all ever heard of game consoles? What is going on here? Like, there's a lot of – I, I really – and, and, you know, um, what is the game? 
I forgot what game the game everybody's playing right now. Mostly over there, especially is a MOBA game, a uh, multi-online battle arena game uh, that everybody's playing, and it's a big competition for it or whatever. But it, I, I was astounded by how much people are really investing in in this mobile thing. And I'm like, I'm I I hate playing online, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why because. It's the most unstable thing in the world. I mean, you see how we were. We're trying to get this thing yeah. running. It, it, it is the most unstable thing in the world. And if anybody anything happens, you're done. If you're fully reliant, this is why I had this discussion, this bad, this debate over like whether using you know Adobe, you know Creative Suite six as opposed to using the Creative Cloud, which is online, offline. I mean, online relate, reliant. And if it anything ever happens to it, then you know it's you know you you're done. <laughs> you know, you have no way of being able to continue. So, I mean, I don't like relying on online. Rely- Avengers right now is going through so many bugs right now that they're, you know, they, everybody's believing that they're, it, that game is as good as it was, as good as the experience was with the story mode, that is coming in unfinished. And now mm-hmm. it's like, it's to a point where, you know, it, do we need to rely on this? When we had Spider-Man PS4, no real online reliance to it. Just a few downloads. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was mm-hmm. fantastic. Did not need, was no need for any, like there was a multiplayer option, but everything was just done. But there was no reliance of like buying in that purchase or anything or any type of, you know, I feel like this is karma in a sense for them. <laughs> but it, it, sh- it just astounds me. Like, does this have to be the way? And I, I do you th- think this, you think this is just going to get worse or better? Um, I think if it's not controlled by the consumer, it's going to get worse. And I like that you said it that way. I think it's really going to get worse. Um, even when you were talking, I was thinking about how on the mobile gaming system, mm-hmm. um, we also have to look at how much they're paying yeah. to be on some of these platforms. Yeah. Um, the 30% charge for all in-app purchases Jeez. is directly passed down to the consumer, really. Yeah. Um, that Apple and Google are charging companies to actually take the transactional. I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done consulting for over 10 years, helped over 300 businesses, right? Right. I've never seen a processing fee over three three to 5%. Right. At max, the highest I've ever seen a processing fee is in the hotel industry. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they might do 5 to 8%, depending on whose flag is on the hotel. Right. So at an 8% processing fee, we also have to question what fees, what really debt, right, and costs are being passed down to us. Mm-hmm from the mobile companies right and from the overarching brands that they are subject to Mm. it's very interesting so what are the things that consumers in the gaming community need to be aware of when investing in these games these days i think for on one on a very basic level right Mm -hmm. and it's something i've done and i've told my students to do all the time and my clients if you are a gamer set a hard budget (laughs) Mm. do not let them control your emotions right And get you so emotionally attached that you're you're going over budget. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, two, I think when looking at it, really look at how much they're giving you for what you're putting in. Absolutely. I look at everything in my life, and it might be just me being a business person and a business professor. I, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> What's my return on investment, right? Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, if I'm getting a dollar amount for this and a dollar amount for that, um, how much are you really giving back? And in games, it's also very interesting because you can push the fact that, you know, if I did this and worked for it, right, 
mm-hmm. how much time would it really take me mm-hmm. to do this? You see what I'm saying? To accrue these materials, these resources, character, you know, is it really worth it? Right. If it's not, say, if it's a DLC character or on a mobile game or a regular game. Right. If it, Unless I'm in love with the character, if it's not changing the fabric of how I play the game, yeah. do I really need it? You know, what's my real return on it? Right. But I think those are the two biggest things to consider. Um, because I think a lot of these games have become almost a collector's dynamic. Yeah. Where I, the top resources, these things, I almost brag about I have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are looking at the ROI factor. Uh, this sounds like the art of critical thinking. It is. <laughs> Isn't that life? I say all the time. Life is a game of uh, chess, not checkers. Thank you. <laughs> well said. So <laughs> it's the individuals who treat life like checkers. Yeah. That honestly, these companies use. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. We touched on something uh, last night um, that we were, when we were just talking, you know, offhand, but I'll ask you this now, because what you said was really awesome. Hopefully you remember what you said. Um, but what exactly do you believe is their target audience in this case when it comes to, you know, using these practices? We talked about the psychology factor of it. Mm-hmm. So there has to be a target audience there and a target audience that is actually falling for these, you know, these in-app purchases and these loot crate systems and just, you know, diving away. And you, you reflected on something in a matter of... Uh, how a person lives in life Mm -hmm. in a sense. Can you talk about that? Elaborate on that. I think it goes back to that point of being addicted to escapism, right? Yes. A lot of times that we are living a life where we don't feel that accomplishment, where we're not feeling, we're not happy sometimes. Let's be real. Right. Uh, I I do the things I do, but like we, I got my days sometimes. Like you live a life, you're going to work, everything else that Mm -hmm. the video game, the anime, the movie, right? Those the comics. I'm a ACMG is escapism. Yeah, it's, it's escapism. <laughs> yeah, and we always have to watch the escapes we become addicted to. Right. Yeah. Um, I tell my clients all the time. And I say this and I repeat it, and they, um, some of them call it my mantra. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't be so addicted to your escapes. You mm-hmm. can't live a life you don't need to escape from. Wow. And. Sometimes those are really in the base form of things. That's what they're using. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And looking at how the system works, you're paying for those few moments of happiness sometimes, right? And you're sometimes paying, I like swinging in a, a New York like Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're paying for that, that de stressor for an hour or two. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give or take. <laughs> And it's like, I think that's who they're targeting. Mm-hmm. And the more they target those individuals, that's why they target kids so early. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you really think about it, right? Um, because I can get them used to when I come home from school, mm-hmm. it's been a long day, Yeah. hours on the game. And then it's a repeat. There's an alternation of repeat. Mm-hmm. But we don't realize how that's training us for the same way of school, then the game. Yeah. It turns into working in the game. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And sometimes we're not living life to the fullest, and it goes back to the critical thinking factor. They're also targeting those individuals who aren't realizing. Who don't discover their value and their power. Mm-hmm. They're not Which realizing I tell their people all the time, but they just don't want to hear it a lot of times. It's like, you really have the power to do what you say you're going to do. It's just a matter of putting in the effort to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. I feel like 
the more we accept mm-hmm. the convenience yeah. and the complacency, mm-hmm. the worse this is going to get. Yeah. Um, and this bleeds into a lot of other things. It bleeds into wealth gaps. It bleeds, like you said, voting dynamics. It bleeds into other larger, more <laughs> complex dynamics. But it all boils down to our mentality, our focus, exercising our power. You, you, you. When you said that, I was immediately just thinking about this voter suppression situation uh, that we're going through, that we in the black community are going through right now, man. And it's it just. You know, one react, one chain reaction to one thing can affect a whole other thing. And if we could get through this type of situation and acknowledge this, and you know, it's the crazy part about it is that we actually have. There are points in our time that we have said, "I'm tired of this. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I want to do it," and then just forget all about that we did it. So, like, if we could do it once, you know, we could damn sure do it again. How many people voted for Obama, <laughs> President Obama, at the time? That was a lot of people. A lot, a lot of people than it was the second, this, uh, second or third time around. And it's it's interesting because again, it goes back to the same mentality and system, right? Yeah, it all know, connects. And just in North Carolina, okay, mm-hmm. they purged over five hundred thousand voters from the voter registration system in last week. Mm-hmm. So there's five hundred thousand people in the state of North Carolina who believes that they are registered to vote and will probably show up to the polls on uh, in November. And they're going to say, you're not registered. You see what I'm saying? But when we look at that and the exercise and power factor mm-hmm. and the responsibility of having power, yeah, right? We have a responsibility of being the checks and balance, right? Yeah. And how we transfer that power. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another huge part from even just the educational standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, that transfer of power is huge. Yeah. We see money as, oh, how can I get what I want, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, what am I funding? What do they care about? What are you investing? Yeah. Are they willing to invest in me the same way I'm willing to invest in them, right? And that concept <laughs> is an extremely core concept. Yes. When it comes to voting, purchasing, anything that exchanges that power between one person to another. Mm-hmm. Because voting is the same way. I'm exchanging the power of my voice, right? Right. To get you into a position but are you willing to invest in me once you're in that position? Mm-hmm. And the gaming industry is I'm giving you my money, right? right? Because I love what you're creating, but are you creating that for me or are you creating that to abuse me? And that's the huge question. I really hope that people that are like listening to this or watching this right now really understands how all of this connect into, and, and especially in the, us in the black community, if you're listening or watching it is absolutely this is the idea. I mean, you could do the same thing for the gaming industry that you could do for other industries or other, you know, formats or other or in, or in the political process as well. Like this all connects and us in our community, especially we need to get up and, and you know, show our worth and value to say, yeah. like, we want a better gaming experience. We want a better society. We want a better community. You know, we can do this. But we the, the word we keeps coming up. We. Yeah. And, uh, and in terms of the gaming industry, we as in not just us in the black community, everybody yeah. needs to step up and say, like, we don't want this. Let's we, we need something better. We need we'll give you the money if you give if you give us our worth right. <laughs> and we can't pass the book. You know what I mean? No. And I think that's the other huge part. Mm-hmm. I always in community you have com, C O M M and Energy, right? Right. You have to be unified and people have to communicate. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And it's interesting how we've lost that the more we've gained ability to communicate. Yeah. We have social media, all these platforms, you know, podcasting our ideas, all of these things. Mm-hmm. But we've allowed it to separate us because communication or the ingestion and the receiving of new information yeah. has become so convenient that we see interaction as an inconvenience. Right. Am I making sense? Uh, yo, yo. Um, <laughs> Since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and the more we have interaction as an inconvenience, the more we don't see how these practices, how these things are affecting other people. Right. Because we're not seeing their pain. We're only seeing their the highlight film and the highlight reel mm-hmm. on social media or wherever else. Um, and that also gives other individuals that higher degree of power right? because they have to interact, right? You have right. to do the business with your customer. Right. So <laughs> it's almost like being in a fight, but refusing to admit you're in the ring. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, right great. I love the atmosphere here. <laughs> no, you you're absolutely right, man. And it is it's just crazy. I just hope, you know, in some form or fashion that, you know, this conversation can absolutely continue because I think there's a lot of people who want to realize, you know, want to notice, but sometimes rather want to pretend pretentiously act like they notice and don't react to it or, you know, they're just not informed enough and or they just, you know, it's it's the uh, ignorance is bliss type of situation. It is. Ignorance is bliss and it relinquishes responsibility. Yes. And I think that's why we run from it sometimes. Absolutely. If we prove that we're not ignorant to it. Right. Mm hmm that human conscious kicks in to say we have to do something about it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, couldn't agree, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so, uh, Professor, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, before we actually end this off, you got any more things, that, you got anything else that you think that the uh, listeners and watchers of this uh, want to know in regards to uh, what to look out for in the gaming community? Um, like I said, like how do we demand better? <laughs> I think the awareness part. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's being aware and demanding what you're worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, despite the hype, despite anything else, make sure they're delivering what you're worth. Right. Yeah. You can go to a gas station and get water and knowingly get watered down gas. <laughs> right. <laughs> God forbid. You wouldn't go to the grocery store. Right. Mm-hmm. And knowingly pick up a half gallon of milk that's mm-hmm. in a full gallon carton. Right. And your car is a full gallon, right? Mm-hmm. So why is we as gamers, consumers, accepting, you know, half effort or overcharging in this situation as well? Right. Absolutely. And and and, and for God's sakes, people, do the math. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, it, it's it's. Remember, I don't know. I, when I don't know how old you are, but like I, when I grew up, I remember there were people who were constantly, uh, you know, smokers and they were buying <laughs> cigarettes throughout the year, but they never, never did the math of how much money that they were spending on cigarettes, on packets of cigarettes or cartons exactly. of cigarettes. And every once in a while you would do it. And it was like, holy crap, I spent this much. I did. I do the same thing when it came to like uh, start online gaming. Like I'm talking like um Unreal Tournament back then when people or or the DC Universe time when they were doing monthly fees and all this stuff. And I'm like, why am I paying 
one fee that's equivalent to sixty dollars uh you know per game like that doesn't make sense to me like do the math (laughs) that's the art of unethical pricing the art of unethical pricing is get you accustomed to it right Mm -hmm. but charge you something so little yeah that you don't realize how much it adds up to almost like leeching like 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 it's just like when uh hackers hack into banks and they just leech a little bit off every so often not to be noticeable stuff mm-hmm. like that it's just like that it also reminds me of uh the episode of simpsons when um smithers went to go uh you know for the malibu stacy and everybody all the kids were getting hyped for that malibu stacy but it was the same malibu stacy but with a hat yep that's what <laughs> which is hilarious i always go by that i, I love that episode and then it's like you know, Lisa's the only one that's conscious about this whole thing, mm-hmm. and Smithers is the one to mess up the whole entire thing. But he has, but she has a hat, and he all go crazy. <laughs> I always go back to that because that's how the, that's how all these industries do you. They give you the same product, but just add a little bit of a bow mm-hmm. on top of it or whatever like that. Sometimes, but uh, Professor, thank you so very much. Uh, before we actually cut off, you got some things that's going on in your world, so I want to hear about that, and as well as. Uh, everything that's going on with you. So I'll give you the uh, format for right now. Um, well, overall, like I said earlier, I've been a consultant for um, over 10 years now, mm-hmm. right? I helped over 300 businesses currently in the process of restructuring our website mm-hmm. um, because we realized the, the need for entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. And it goes back to this gaming conversation where some people get are for or against capitalistic societies, right? Yeah. But the beauty of them is supposed to be the fact that you have the power to compete and bring your dreams to reality. Absolutely. And the more we depend on corporations, the more we actually get away from that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, So really, we're on a mission of building more entrepreneurs, helping entrepreneurs stay in business, um, taking them to the next level through startup consulting, marketing and management consulting. Mm. Um, And really, that's what I I personally do in a nutshell. Right. Mm -hmm. I tell people I'm in the business of turning dreams into visions, right? Mm-hmm. And then turning visions into reality. And yeah, you got my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> and whether it's me as a professor at A&T, you know, helping the next generation grow, mm-hmm. um, or me with my personal business, mm-hmm. um, I'm the chairman of a nonprofit called CARE, mm-hmm. Citizens Advocating for Racial Equity and Equality. Nice. Um, and right now we're actually doing a voter put, voter's push, right? Um, and working with a community development bank. I think if all of us pull all our resources together overall and offer the gifts we have, we can make the community a better place. Right. Um, so I challenge people, you know, check out A&T, um, my website, Mm support-u.org. Um, it's under construction. So bear with me for right now Mm because I'm trying to get the community development stuff, community stuff in it. Right. Mm -hmm. And the care website is care, Mm C-A-R-E-E dot today. So literally it's care today Mm -hmm. um, purposely because people don't need to push off caring tomorrow in a way. You know what I mean? We do not. Not this (laughs) year. If this year proved anything. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's in a nutshell. We have, I have going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, sharing knowledge. Absolutely. The biggest thing we can ever create is learning something and not passing it on. And not being afraid to reach out either mm-hmm. to people and, that, and i think that was another thing that's been for the last few interviews that i've done that's the, been the one thing that i think that needs to be talked about more is that not being afraid to reach out to make your life happen mm-hmm. and you're, i mean even if that means going or getting a, through a few no's before you get a one yes yeah it's persistence yeah um it's huge persistence 
Um, I always say thoughts become actions, actions become habits, habits become lifestyles, Boom. right? Yeah. And if you want a lifestyle, you got to change your thinking, right? You see what I'm saying? And I love it. I love it. <laughs> when you're looking at that, those dynamics, a lot of people think entrepreneurship is a job title. Yeah. And it's a way of thinking. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's opening your mind to different things. And I can go on and on about that piece. But it's an adventure and a great one. Yeah. It, you know, even in the bad and good times, this is a great adventure. I wouldn't trade this for the world. I left, yeah. I left my corporate office like about, it's going on probably like five years now. Mm-hmm. And I've been with them for 10 years and they wasted my entire 30s. You know, yeah. not proving my, you know, not showing me my worth. And all of a sudden I just said, screw it. I've proven myself enough to get out and do what I own. Me and my wife become, became entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and, which is why we're here right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's invigorating and. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have right, the right ideas. A righteous man eats of his own labor and it's something by eating off your own labor. Mm-hmm. Right. That is huge to me. Yeah. Um, and I think in our current society, I won't go too deep on it, but if you look at the numbers again, right. if people don't realize you need a side hustle or your own business, mm-hmm. um, we will be in worse problems than people think we will be. Very true. Um, I've read some articles that basically are saying, you know, millennials and Zers might need four to six million to retire. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell my students, if you got a corporate job today and pay no taxes, you had no expenses, no mm-hmm. rent, nothing. Right. And save the full hundred thousand dollars for your forty years of employment, mm-hmm. you still be only at four million. Right. So <laughs> we have to invest. We have to build our own. You know what I, I mean? learned that in sociology ages ago, man. And it was like, especially when it came to like having a kid and how much that's going to cost and all that stuff. And yeah. oh, that math. And that was that was like what in two thousand nine or whatever like that. So I know it it it, uh, it grew exponentially now. <laughs> To a astronomical price to have a kid till the age of eighteen, it is just, yeah. you know, and, and, and shout out to all the parents out there. Uh, ooh, yes, but <laughs> I respect every last one of you. Yes, <laughs> God bless you all, <laughs> Professor Foreman. Thank you so much, man. It's been an honor to have you on here, and I, hopefully, I can have you back on again to talk to some other uh, talk about some other business ventures in the world of anime, comics, movies, and games as well. Anytime, anytime. Thank, uh, folks, thank you for this very special episode of Select Start. Hopefully you were more educated now, and hopefully you'll make more decisions and better decisions in your gaming ventures. On behalf of myself and Professor Foreman, all I gotta say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out here. Take care. episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.